Hey guys, thanks for joining me for another video. I want to talk to you today about uh, a subject that has become really important to me and uh, I'm, still on, I'm still learning. I'm still trying to understand it more fully and I just want to share this experience with you and share this insight with you and get you thinking about this if you haven't already and um, we'll continue to develop this thought throughout the videos. Um, in each of them, you know, it kind of it kind of touches on each video and that is the thought of being present to life and You know, I mean in, in one sense this concept of being present to life is so simple because how can you help but not be present to life? But in another sense it it is very difficult to understand um, Because we're often not present to life No, the Enneagram I think helps us understand this and helps us you know sort of disconnect with our personalities and and get present to life again when we're tempted to not be what does this look like what do i mean well let me just tell you from the perspective of a seven okay because that's what i am um, from my perspective what that means often in my case is as a seven you know we don't want to sit with pain we don't want to sit with the things that are difficult with boredom with stuff that's tedious and you can read this in just about any you know book or any website or any you know anything that you would find about sevens you'll kind of see this this mentioned is that sevens don't want to sit with painful things in other words we we would rather move on to something that's that's enjoyable we would we're seeking happiness and so we would want to move away from painful bored tedious things to to focus our attention on things that are more enjoyable and that can look, you know, that can look different in different situations, but sevens are often trying to raise the energy because it makes us feel better. It makes us feel like everything's okay, everything's good, there's, there's nothing to worry about. Remember, we're a fear type, so there's nothing to worry about because everybody's laughing, everybody's having a good time. And so when, when, you, when you make as your, you know, your personality style to move away from painful things, well, what if painful things are what's present right now, then you're not present to reality. In other words, you're trying to escape reality and you don't want to sit with what is in front of you. You would rather create an alternative to what is in front of you. But if you don't sit through painful things, then you don't reap the benefits or the rewards that come, the growth that comes from sitting through those painful things. Uh, you know, most most of our life transformations happen when we're facing difficult circumstances and sometimes great revelations happen in life when you're facing challenges and when you're enduring or suffering those challenges and if your whole personality style is built on trying to escape evade detach from painful experiences then you can see what could be the result is you're going to miss out on a lot of growth that should happen in your life. And so in that sense, I think as a seven, I may not want to be present to reality. And so I'll miss the benefits that could come. Something to think about when, when you think about suffering too is, you know, somebody had mentioned to me this concept. It makes a lot of sense. It's a powerful thought is the storm doesn't damage the sky. The storm moves through the sky. You know, the, the sky on a beautiful day, it, it's crystal clear, it's blue, 
you know, maybe there's not a cloud in it and it's, you know, just the right temperature. Imagine the perfect sky, the perfect day. And then you see in the news that a storm is coming to your area. So, you know, the next day you wake up and the sky is gray and the sky is dark and the sky is overcast and you hear the rumbling and you see the thunder and you look up and you say, wow, the sky is ruined. What was clear and bright and, you know, and, and so wonderful is now dark and frightening and ugly. Um, but what do we know about storms? They don't last forever. They, they pass through and they actually serve a purpose, don't they? Storms serve a purpose. The lightning cleans the air. The water nourishes the ground. Um, and, and life depends on rain and getting that water. But storms aren't pleasant. At least maybe from some people's perspective, probably most people, storms you go inside to get away from a storm. But the storm moves through the area and you wake up the next day and what do you see again? The storm did not harm the sky. It passed through the sky. It served a purpose and then it moved through and on out the other side. And pain is like that. Um, difficult circumstances, painful circumstances come into our lives often without warning and they can be overwhelming and frightening to us. Um, and, and we may want to try to evade them like you would try to evade a storm. But pain and difficulty and hardships, they're a part of life and serve a purpose, actually serve a purpose in our lives. Often motivate us to change, motivate us to, to go in a different direction than, than, than we would have gone otherwise. So pain can be a great motivator for us. It can also make us appreciate what we have. Um, I'm sure we could do a whole video on what pain does for us. None of us like it. None of us would choose to go through a storm or to have a storm go through our life. Maybe that's probably a better way of saying it. But when we can learn to, rather than run away from the storm, learn to actually value and appreciate the storm for what it is, knowing that we don't have to try to not be present to life and not present to the storm, that the storm is not going to ruin the sky. The storm will come into our life for a moment. We will feel the grief. We will feel the anguish. We will feel the fear. And then be present and let yourself feel those things. Let yourself feel those, those feelings. Some of the types on the Enneagram really have a hard time feeling their feelings. Sevens do. Fives want to detach from their emotional, you know, uh, often from, the, uh, from their emotions. They want to just analyze, you know, and, and sort through things. I think eights sometimes don't want to feel anything that makes them feel vulnerable or weak or insufficient. Um, and, and there's probably others, you know, that just don't necessarily want to sit with our feelings. But those feelings can be very important to us. They help us understand more about who we are and our identity, more about our values, more about what's important to us. And there's no need really to run away from them. Just let yourself experience them and then let them do, let it do what it needs to do. And then realize that the storm isn't going to last forever. 
it's going to move through our life. And the boredom, the tedious, in, in a sense of a seven, it's going to move through your life, and life will go on. And you could be richer for the experience uh, because you you let yourself experience the the pain. Let yourself experience. Somebody, um, I came across somebody the other day that said, pain is um, pain times resistance equals suffering. Pain times resistance equals suffering. And the way they explained it was, if you if you went through an experience that was painful for you, um, you know, let's say for example, flying on an airplane, you know, or going to the dentist. And those things aren't end of the world kind of pain, but they're a nuisance or they're they cause anxiety. So let's say an example of flying on a plane brings you a lot of fear and anxiety and on a level of one to ten it, it's a level five painful unwanted stormy experience or going to the dentist let's say that's a level five okay and there is within you this tendency to resist to to want to to push that experience away and not be present during that experience to like delay it distract yourself from making the appointment to try to um, not embrace not embrace it you want to avoid it you want to evade it you're angry that you have to go uh, you're frustrated and so what's happening that anger that frustration that fear that resistance that delay that stubbornness whatever you, whatever it, however it shows up in your life is you resisting that painful experience or what you perceive to be something that's going to be a painful or frightening experience. So let's say your resistance to that experience is at a hundred percent. Okay. At a hundred percent. So you have an experience that is a level five out of 10, but your resistance to that experience and letting yourself go through that experience your resistance level is a hundred percent. So what's five times a hundred? Five hundred. So now this has become a five hundred units of painful experience for you because you're resisting it, because you're fighting it, because you're 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 not uh, being present to it. Now let's suppose let's change the dynamic a little bit. Let's suppose that your resistance level is at 10%. You know, so you're only you're only resisting it at 10% of what you could resist it at or trying to evade it at 10%. Well, then it becomes, you know, 50 units of of suffering instead of 500 units of suffering. What if you could not resist it at all? What if you could embrace it and just say, you know, we have we have sunny days and we have rainy days and rainy days serve a purpose and instead of resisting it at all I'm just going to be present to it and accept it and recognize I'm going to feel some things that I'm not used to feeling or I, I haven't been pleasant for me to feel but those feelings can actually be positive even though they aren't necessarily what I would choose I'm just going to recognize the feelings and then let them pass if you had zero resistance to this painful experience then five times zero is what? Zero. And so this level five pain, if it's met with zero resistance, could end up 
causing zero suffering. And I think we go through a lot of suffering in our life because we were resisting what is rather than just embracing what is or at least accepting what is. Or you could say another way, surrendering to what is in life. Now, I'm not saying that you give up. I'm not saying that you... I don't think being present to life is about giving up and, you know, inviting terror into your life. I don't think that's about giving up. The difference is when you can't change the circumstances, then all you can do is surrender to it. If you can change the circumstances, then let's get a plan and let's let's change the circumstances. If you can make something better, but like for example, going to the dentist, how can you change that? You gotta go to the dentist and they guess what? They're gonna use drills on you. And unless you want to endure more pain in the future because you have an abscessed tooth, see you can't get away from it. So what are you gonna do? You gotta surrender to it. And if you could surrender to it, then what happens to the resistance? The resistance could go away and the suffering could diminish. That doesn't mean going to the painful, going to the dentist isn't a painful experience. It just means I gotta accept it. And if I can change my resistance level to it, maybe I could relieve myself of some of the suffering and just let the storm pass through and let the storm do what the storm does. So if you can change something, then let's talk about how to change it. But there's a lot of things in life that you can't change. You can't make a storm go away in you know, a real storm. You can't change that. But you can, you can perceive that storm differently. So I think for each of the types on the Enneagram, you know, being present to life is going to have its own obstacles. You may want to get stuck in the past at what somebody did to you, and you may just want to harbor that resentment. But what's in the past is in the past. And when you're living in the past and what you should have done, what you could have done, what was done to you, what you should have done differently, what they should have done differently, guess where you're not? See, you're not in the present. You're in the past. So you, it's hard for you to enjoy life right now the way it is because you're so rooted in what was. Same thing's true for the types. I think some of the Enneagram types could get stuck in the past easier than others. Some of us get stuck in the future. And by some of us, I, I mean sevens. They're in that group, I think. We tend to get stuck in the future with what could be, what ought to be, what might be, what should be, what others should do, how they should treat me. And so you can get stuck you know, thinking about and planning for the future. You know, sixes want to prepare for the future. Ones are very idealistic too, and that they're always thinking about future plans and what I got to do today and what needs to get done. And I think some of us could get so focused on what the future could bring and what it ought to bring and what it ought to be like and what it could be like that guess where, again, where we're not in the present. So you can't enjoy an experience and when I say enjoy I don't again there's going to be storms right so you don't necessarily enjoy a storm but you learn from it and it enriches you so you can't really experience the present and the people that are with you in the present as they are because you're stuck in the past or you're stuck thinking about the future
you're frustrated with people because they aren't what they're supposed to be, that you can't appreciate them for what they are. Okay. So that's, this is where my brain is going when I talk about be present to life is learning to accept things the way they are, the universe broken as it is, learning to accept the broken universe as it is, and learning to show up fully rather than, well, if things were the way I want them to, then I'd show up fully. Or if they would apologize to me and they would make things right with me, then I'd show up fully. Or if they would behave like they're supposed to behave, then I'd show up fully. Or if we could intensify this activity to where it was more fun, then I'd show up fully. Or if my best friends could be here at this, then I'd show up fully. And so we keep ourselves from fully engaging in life. And that is not real living. And people are missing out on who you really are and you're missing out on who you really are and expressing that and understanding that because we're trying to evade, avoid, retreat, punish, uh, plan, protect ourselves. And all these things we're trying to do keep us from just living life and being present to life. So um, let that roll around in your head for a while. Think about that. It's pretty deep stuff. And um, I think the Enneagram really helps us in this journey of trying to show up to life and not miss life. Because uh, some of the types, I'm looking at nines, some of you guys, you wake up and uh, you may not have been very present to life because you keep the peace. And I'm not just picking on nines. We all, in our own ways, you know, can miss out on what life is because we're envisioning what ought to be. All right. Thank you, guys. As always, like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, I appreciate you all. We're on this journey together. Uh, at the point of making this video, we're right at 99 subscribers. That's awesome. It's almost 100. That's so cool. Uh, it's awesome to just see it growing and developing, the channel growing and developing. And I hope that you are growing and developing. I know I am. And as I continue to grow, I'm going to keep sharing information with you guys that I think will spark and provoke you and challenge you and comfort you. And at the end of this, what's it all about? Being present to life as it is. And with God's help and His grace, we're going to make it through whatever storm. All right. Thank you, guys. And uh, I'll see you again later. Bye.